0: all august long we're doing a kind of funny patreon pledge drive and asking you to chip in on patreon.com slash kind of funny if you enjoy the shows for real we're an 11 person independent operation and we couldn't do it without your financial support on patreon.com slash kind of funny so thank you
1: What's up and welcome to kind of funny games daily for Wednesday, August 16th, 2023. Of course I am Tim Geddes and I'm joined by the big daddy himself, Greg Miller. Hello, Tim. How are you? I'm a little mind blown right before the show started. I learned that Jared
2: Leto was the lead singer of 30 seconds to Mars. Um, I've only ever heard of Thirty Seconds to Mars via Jared Leto, so I don't understand how you got it went the other way for you. I, I mean, just I just knew him as an actor. I know a lot of people don't like him. Sure, that's
1: kind of what I know about him. I didn't. I, Thirty Seconds to Mars drops to Jupiter. I'm not sure what each of those are. I know they're musically related. I don't know if they're related. I don't know
2: what drops of Jupiter. The drops song? of Jupiter. Tears of Jupiter. Drops of Jupiter. I don't fucking know what I'm talking about. Hey, hey,
1: hey, hey. Uh, Barrett, gave me the karaoke for it, oh my God anyways, I don't know but i i'm I feel thrown off I feel yeah, does so
2: ju- oh, that's a fucking jam right there yeah, train's yeah. got it you ever you like their San Francisco train. song you yeah like, train yeah. train sings drops of Jupiter okay yeah then who's who's cool and, and who's cake
1: are they all related cake? No, I don't think so.
2: No, they're not related. No, I mean okay. they 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 aired at the same time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
0: Alyssa t- uh, taught the uh, one of the kids uh, from Train. Again, like the the, drummers kid. Like I told like you, one, two, like
2: San Francisco, they got that good yeah. San
0: Francisco song. Yeah. They talk all about the way to the top, the
1: everybody. Of course, this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Where each and every weekday, we come at you live with all the video game news that you need to know. Of course, you could watch it on twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games or YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games because we like to give you options. Options including watching the show later, not live, as a VOD. Go to the same places I said. You can go to YouTube. You can go to Rooster Teeth. It's great. Options galore, even more options for you. You can listen to it as a podcast by searching your favorite podcast service for kind of funny games daily. And we will be right there in your ear holes. Uh, If you want to go above and beyond, though, the best option, some would say, patreon.com slash kind of funny is where you want to go, where you can get a whole bunch of bonus content, including weekly kind of feuds, daily Greg ways, a whole bunch of fun stuff. Remember, blanks we're recording one today. Do You know what the topic is? I sure do horror video games horror video games Ooh, i'm gonna talk a little bit about fatal frame too <gasps> All right. what i'm gonna do is get the shit out of me uh thank you to our patreon producers uh jedi master deadpool delaney twining and logan delaney the delaney brothers for helping us the do delaney what we brothers. do here today's stories include starfield going gold Baldur's gate 3 is the best reviewed game of the year and more, uh, which is really exciting to everybody involved. Are you, are you playing any more of this Baldur's Gate, Greg?
2: Uh, when it comes to PlayStation, yes. That's right. That's been the agreement. That's, right. That's been the agreement. The gentleman's agreement I have with Baldur's Gate. I respect what it's done, but mm-hmm. I want to play it on PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Good. Thank Good. you. Uh, today, but we're about to you. I have Tim's approval, everybody. It's okay to do it. It's a big deal for me. I'm like, blessing. Let's not get started on this
1: turncoat. You know what I mean? The, you know I, what I mean? I, I want to I, I go on the bit of giving him shit. I'm so proud of my boy. I'm so, He opened up a PC, not once, but multiple times at this point. I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if every night he's in that thing.
2: You know what I mean? I did not like that action. You no? need to open that PC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Talk to bless about it. All right. I'll, I'll tell you about to you by Liquid IV, but
1: we'll tell you all about that later. For now, let's begin with what is and forever will be the Roper Report.
0: <laughs> it is time for some news. We have five stories <laughs> A Baker's Dozen!
1: Starfield has gone gold, everybody. Woo! It's real. It's out there. It is being shipped to stores. It is being digitally put into consoles and servers and clouds and all of the things. Right now, Todd
2: Howard himself is taking disc by disc and putting it into his drive to upload it to the Xbox cloud to distribute it everywhere. Bethesda Game
1: Studios themselves, Greg. Tweet today. Prepare for launch. Starfield's you got gold. It. Yeah, I love it. I respect it. <laughs> Preloads begin tomorrow for Xbox X and S and Windows PC, and August 30th for Steam. They have this little graphic that explains that via <laughs>
2: graphics. I'll tell you, I didn't. I went. I read it. It didn't make any sense to me when I saw the graphic. I got it. Right. Starfield oh, preload begins okay. August 17th. Xbox yeah. August 30th. Steam. So if you don't mind, if we can go to the wide shot watch out the widest you can go like you know the the jib shot I, that's what i would call the widest right and i'll just get up here and i'll go uh on behalf of uh all console players steam players suck it dang suck it. wow suck it. holy shit three times enjoy it get it you can't even preload it early you know what i mean yeah
1: man you have to wait 13 more days to preload fucking clowns How does that fucking how's deal? that feel blessing i mean he could get it on windows pc on uh, August seventeenth, that is not what the graphic says. Your right. graphic says Xbox, but Xbox on PC, on Windows PC, Xbox PC. They've been working really hard on the branding, Greg. I think it's not working. <laughs> 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 all right, there is an the Xbox
2: logo there, and I see it, and that makes sense to me. Sense mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. So this is obviously
1: exciting news. One of the biggest Xbox games, if not the biggest Xbox game of all time. Yeah, launch wise expectations wise. I don't know. I mean, let's let's talk. Let's have a real conversation here. Sure. Before this, what would it be? Halo 3.
2: Yeah. I, would, right? I mean, I would jump to a Halo for
1: sure. Uh, Halo 2, obviously not going into that, but I think that the 3 definitely trumped 2 in terms of um, how Type many years expectations, and, yeah. the Xbox 360, it being the second swing at online uh, with Xbox uh, Live and all of that um obviously the the midnight of releases the tournaments like the the fervor around it they nailed it people loved it co-op worked out the gate split screen it just worked the story was good yeah it
2: had an end to well, it I, it was but online here's, man but here's what you're awesome. doing yeah I, I, you're getting too into the weeds it doesn't mm-hmm. matter what came after launch we're talking yes. about that what, what what made the biggest launch so that
1: but all of that said even with the doing as well as it did the numbers that it had Video games are just so much bigger now. Sure. By sheer definition.
2: Well, this is into a complete... And I agree, and I you know, I love having a conversation with you where I take off my glasses converse. so I can see the entire fucking lie you're publishing, mm-hmm. all right? But, yes. Okay, well, biggest is a whole different thing. This is an argument, obviously, that continues on right now a lot in the wrestling community. Is wrestling bigger than it was in the 90s, right? Mm. Well, the Attitude Air and the Nielsen ratings, well, that's yeah, apples and oranges. Like, you know, people don't consume TV that way, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, more people... I think we'll be buying and engaging with Starfield than anything else. And so, yes, then technically, if you want to be a bean counter and get into, it, it'll be the biggest Xbox launch. But I thought we're talking about like juice and importance and what it means in terms of a, stake in the ground for Xbox. I mean, and, I and again, I think that well, there's, talk about there's a case to be made that yes, this is. Yeah. And obviously I'm a halo boy. So sure I, I, I'm, I'm rocking
1: with halo there, but at the same time, it's like looking at everything you're saying about the numbers being bigger, the install base, the game pass of it all. Like there's going to be records broken by Starfield for sure. But in terms of what this means for Xbox, yeah. Is it when we look at other stories going on right now with Baldur's gate of RPGs being such a dominant genre in video games. Yeah. Where for years, shooters were the number one thing. Right. Um, And they still are in in many different ways, but I think gaming has broadened where there can't just be one dominant thing. There can be multiple dominant verticals. There's particles. more than one royal family. There's more than RPGs. one. Royal, mm-hmm, that's how it works. And I think Bethesda is one of them, right? 100%. And uh, all eyes on this, not just because it's a Bethesda game, not just because it's a new IP for them, not just because it looks awesome and it's presented so well so far, but because it is the... F- I mean let, let's start here is this the biggest Xbox series game so far? Yes. Okay. 100%. I mean, dang. That's a I mean, lot, right? Who would it's you talk to easy. you, you going to talk to Halo Infinite? Like Yeah, I would. You know, and then that didn't that didn't hit where it needed to hit. Yeah. But I think even with Halo Infinite going into it, it wasn't all sunshine and rainbows in the the preview process of that, right? Yeah. Or a preview's not even the right word, but the uh the the marketing uh lead up and all of that shit, lest we forget. I've already forgot his name.
2: Chad? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you're talking about the the grunt soldier yes, or whatever. That, 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 that whole
1: stuff, right? Yeah. Um, so, might have been Greg or Greg or Craig, something like that. Craig. Craig. Thank you. We got there. Um, I, That's what we do here. What well, we fucking do. I, I feel like Halo Infinite had missteps leading into launch, whereas Starfield, I feel like the worst thing it did was get delayed, but it didn't feel like it got delayed after this. It felt yeah. like it just got delayed due to natural costs
2: sure yeah, 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 yeah you know i think i don't think halo infinite had the juice and expectations starfield has and i think that's also be and i don't get me wrong expectations were extremely high for halo infinite people were very excited for halo infinite this isn't a knock against halo infinite i think based on the track record of the xbox brand slash series up to this point there's more riding on starfield we are in an era of, you know, let the dominoes fall, the dominoes, the dominoes, and all that, the, it, which has now become a joke, right? But Halo is one of the dominoes that didn't fall, right, when we thought it would, and we thought that was going to take the world by storm and really become a, hey, this is a, you're, you're opening up your Xbox and you're playing Fortnite, you're playing Call of Duty, or you're playing Halo. Like, you're going to be back to this multiplayer. This, uh, this will be a staple of the Xbox Series X and S, and it hasn't been. And right.
1: going back to the, the, the domino comparison there, like, jumping from dominoes to a different, children's toy, Greg. Sure. I guess old people play with both of these things too. Marbles. Sure. Right. There was always the big marble. Yeah. The boulder, shooter. Shooter. Is that what it was? Shooter. I forget. I think shooter. That sounds right. Halo Halo as a brand was that, is not anymore that. And sure. that's why I feel like Halo Infinite had a lot riding on it because it was Halo's last chance at being the bigger marble, the biggest marble. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. And I feel like Starfield uh, separately is dealing with uh, Bethesda that has not only had hits they have had misses with things like fallout 76 right but i think we all as a community understand the difference between starfield and fallout 76 yeah and going back even to fallout 4 the biggest criticism of that game lobbied against it is it's just more fallout 3 which everybody loved so it was more uh not a problem with the game For as, fallout four as yeah. much as it was uh did i say something else
2: i thought you said 76
1: but i meant fallout not, 4 i meant fallout 4 um, that it was less the about the quality of the game and more the expectations of innovation and evolution of something, whereas Starfield looks to be answering that. So I feel like because of all that and it looking so good in marketing so far, it kind of just sets it up differently where...
2: Sure, I agree with you, but I think you're also forgetting about Redfall and where that has left us and the Xbox brand and the Bethesda Studios that have come over with it, right? And I think that even to this point, right, like, we're going to talk about uh, the latest review here, PC Gamer, right, and what they're doing, what they're saying about Baldur's Gate. And obviously what Baldur's Gate is doing in the community, what Blessing is doing, everybody else is the fact that I'm very excited to play it on PlayStation where I've, you know, I played it. I was like, I'll be fine. But then we're talking about right now a unknown quantity in Starfield. It presented very well. It looked really great. None of us have played it. Yeah. yeah, is Think about that for a second. No, That's a like,
1: very, very, very good point.
2: Baldur's Gate 3 had that big old Belgium event where a lot of people went there and a lot of people came back with impressions and it was, they were all glowing. Early we're, access as well. Exactly, great point. I didn't think about that. We're still talking about Starfield as, man, it presented really well. What is it going to be like to get on sticks or God fucking forbid you got kicked by a mule and mouse and keyboard? We don't know what that'll actually feel like moment to moment. And I, so I think there's honestly this crazy story right now that... If I'm Starfield, I'm actually very concerned about the reception Baldur's Gate 3 has gotten. And I'm not trying to get into... I know there's been a big thing lately of like, are developers like fucking changing their game? Because no, I'm not saying that. I just mean that the scales of hype have tipped in a very interesting and almost unheard of way. Where Baldur's Gate 3 really seemed... When it moved up its date to be like, yo, we're just a small game. We're this little indie thing. We're just trying to get out of the way of Starfield so you can all play Starfield. Then they launched it and everybody's like, yo, this is the shit. This game is fucking insane. I'm out. You know, we went to Imran's Bachelor Party. All one side of the table was talking about was sharing their Baldur's Gate 3 stories. You know, Bless comes in and can't stop talking about things he's done. And then I hear Barrett saying it and this, then, that, that, blah, blah. And it's like, There is such a groundswell of like, holy shit, Baldur's Gate 3 is amazing. I mean, bless even tweets today, Baldur's Gate could be game of the year, y'all. And we're talking about Tears of the Kingdom Wild, right? Yeah. If I'm Starfield, I'm like, fuck. You know what I mean? Because it is the fact that Xbox can't have another miss. This needs to be Xbox's AAA home run. Yep, Starfield is in the running for game of the year. Though, if Starfield comes out and is an eight. That is bad news bears, right? That in like again, not that Nate's a bad game, not that yep. Bethesda and Todd Howard should be ashamed of that or something like that. It's just like in this fucking year, in a year of games this good, to have something gestating that long with that team and those expectations to come out and not be a ten out of ten, a nine out of ten, a nine five, like that's trouble. And so it's a very interesting thing to be here. Like what I keep thinking about is I was so sure when we did the uh, impressions slash kind of funny review or whatever of Baldur's Gate three, our our impressions at at the review embargo, but we got the code so late because again, down to the wire, them finishing this game to get it out to you. When we did it, I was very much like, yo, it's a very smart." I don't know why I keep saying yo today. Yo, Greg raps. Yo, it's a very smart move for them to have moved the date up to get in front of Starfield and then kept their PlayStation date. So when PlayStation gamers want an RPG, They can't get the big one. They can't get Starfield, so they'll play this. I am now in this very fascinating thing where I think a world exists in the multiverse right now where we are going to get Starfield review code, which again, we don't have. I want to always be very clear about this. Uh, We will one day get Starfield review code. I will play it all the way to the review embargo and then come September 5th, 6th, 7th, whatever it is, I forget, I play Baldur's Gate instead on PlayStation where I've had my fill of Starfield. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. in my head, when we did the Baldur's Gate thing, I was like, we're going to get review code eventually for Starfield. And clearly I'll play that all the way till September or through September into October, you know, getting ready. So like Spider-Man and Alan Wake and all that, that'll carry me that way. And now we're in this thing of like, well, what I I have that question in my head of what if Starfield doesn't deliver what I'm expecting or what I want, or does not take it that extra step? What, what if I get it and it is, oh, this is, this is good. This is fine. I reviewed it. Here's the score. You know, Paris' lead review, obviously. Blah blah. blah. We do all the coverage stuff. But then I'm done. And I move to Baldur's Gate, which isn't unheard of, but isn't what I was expecting. That isn't unheard of to finish a review and move immediately to the next thing. But it's not what I was expecting as a possibility as I sit here jonesing for the next Todd Howard RPG. Yeah. I mean,
1: it's really interesting. You bring up something that I haven't thought about, and I'm going to need a little clarification on this. Has no one played Starfield? Yeah, to my knowledge, right, Chad? Kinda there's never, there, there's been no preview. There's been no no there's one, no, no hands outlet on. had a, a cover story or, or something. Game like.
2: Informer has had cover stories. I might be talking my ass. It. Kind of funny.com slash you're wrong, but we are watching chat. Falcon says, Ryan McCaffrey, Dr. Id. What? <laughs> uh, tomorrow is the first time somebody says. IGN uh, played an hour. Okay. McCaffrey's the only
1: one. He played okay. briefly at Summer Game Fest. Okay, cool. Okay. Cool. So we have... One person, an hour that played an hour, I've and that's been, not
2: me knocking IGN or McCaffrey, who we both, we love the site, we absolutely. love Ron McCaffrey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like for uh, RPG this big, an hour is.
1: And I'm only, yeah, what, what's the difference? <laughs> like RPGs are hard to show off in that way, where it's like, what's the difference between an hour or two hours? Like, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Unless there's a full ass preview event that's like you're playing for eight hours over three days or whatever. Sure, place, sure, right? sure, Sure. I'm really interested in thinking back. Has there ever been a game this big that's coming out? has gone gold that, that no one has played except Ryan McCaffrey for an hour. Because <laughs> you even think back to like the cyberpunks and stuff. Those had preview events. Those had... And they, they might have been later. That was also during a pandemic.
2: Yeah. So... I don't remember Fallout 4. Hmm. Fallout 4, did they do preview events? Or was it a similar thing? Because so, I didn't play... I don't think I played Fallout 4 before launch, right? And to be
1: clear, I, I honestly... I'm... I think that the, the industry's changed enough that, like, there is no standard of, like, well, oh, this is a bad sign. I mean, Baldur's... Oh,
2: Japanese no, no no,
1: no, no. I don't think that it's that. I am just saying, like, it's interesting that a game this high profile and this big can do this, and maybe that's just Bethesda's MO when it comes to um, those type of, of games and obviously being different than the Redfalls that we were talking about earlier, where um, Red Fall... Didn't have the hype going into it. Right? Redfall, people were hopeful for, but also there was a lot of people like, I don't know about this. And one.
2: there was a preview event that our guys came back from, like, and it was eh, like
1: eh, I don't know. know about this, right? Whereas like Starfield hasn't had that, so I think that because of all those factors, there's like a anticipation uh, and excitement for Starfield that is potentially unrivaled or rarely rivaled on Xbox's history in Xbox's history, right? For sure. Um, but yeah, man, it's. I'm nuts. I, I'm, I'm going nuts about the fact that people haven't played this fucking game.
2: It's, you know, what I joke around about uh, earlier this week and late last week. And I've said for a million different things of like, I'd, this is how I'd love to see a GTA come out in a lot mm-hmm. of ways, right? Of just like, drop it. Don't, mm-hmm. don't even worry about it. And granted, I'm always saying just show the logo. Don't show anything else. Starfield, again, though, is so big that even though we did that the Starfield direct, I still feel like. I don't know what that's going to be around every curve. I don't know what the thing I I still coming off of that direct and now being months away, I've forgotten what my place is in the story as a character, which I like. I like the idea that I am buying into. This is a Bethesda RPG. This is a Western RPG. It's a Todd Howard game, which means I know what I think I know what it will feel like and what the, you know, mood will be. And yet, like, I'm excited just to hit start and go and and see where this takes me and what it is and I hope I don't know much more about it like you know if we look back at Tears of the Kingdom and how much the discovery and excitement and the levels to that world were huge moments for people finding on their own that's what I'm looking forward to with Starfield right
1: yeah yeah i mean Tears is actually probably a good example too of like how limited the preview opportunities were for that game like yeah. people didn't preview it or play it and even beyond that the yeah. game wasn't talked about. <laughs> like we had so many questions. Like what is the difference between it and breath of the wild? Like up until like, it felt like a month before sure. uh, the game came out. And even then they kept a lot um, locked, which was, was great. And it ended up being awesome for them. Very interesting stuff.
2: Very interesting stuff. I can't wait, dude. We're, we're August 16th right now. That's no, the game comes out. Uh, September 1st is early
1: access. Wow, man.
2: Yeah.
1: Wow. Two yeah. weeks away. Yeah. And then we'll know. Then everyone will play it. Yeah. Not just
2: Ryan McCaffrey. No, everybody. Check out our gamescast where we talk about our plan. It's the latest one up. YouTube.com slash kind of funny games podcast services around the globe. Uh, me, Paris, and Andy talk about what our plans for Starfield are, both as a company and as players. Story number two. PC
1: Gamer gives Baldur's Gate 3 its highest score in 16 years. Say What? Uh, after 160 hours, here's our Baldur's 3 review with the highest score we've given a game in 16 years. They tweeted out, uh, Fraser Brown, a PC gamer, gives it a 97 out of 100.
2: Wowie zowie!
1: After spending 160 hours unraveling conspiracies, setting fire to monsters, and finding increasingly fancy hats for my bard, I can now confidently say that Baldur's Gate 3 is the greatest RPG I've ever played. If I wasn't writing this review, I'd be rolling a brand new character and jumping in for another 100 hours. I've got it bad, just like Usher. I added that part. Uh, It's my dream game, the best parts of Ultima, Baldur's Gate, Planescape, Torment, Arcanum. uh, It's crazy how much I don't know some of these games. uh, Arcanum of Steamworks and Magic Obscura and Divinity Original Sin. But it also does so much more than tap into the RPG greatest hits, finding a way to unite disparate philosophies like cinematic storytelling, unhinged sandbox mayhem, and tabletop style role playing. Yes, it says you can have your cake and eat it too. Uh, and boy is it absolutely massive as deep as it is wide I love that that's great very descriptive yeah Uh, each of the three acts could be their own epic RPG jam-packed with elaborate dungeons strikingly memorable quests and unique stakes supported by systems that offer a truly intimidating amount of player freedom it's a game overflowing with crossroads with every step conjuring up yet more paths trying to seduce you off the beaten path uh, track Uh, after reviewing a game this ridiculously large there's usually a sense of relief when I'm done but not here to be honest, I could have easily reached the game's climax days earlier, but I just couldn't bring myself to call it. I felt compelled to see as much as humanly possible in one playthrough because it's all just so bloody incredible. Whenever I found a new quest to distract me, I was overjoyed. Another reason to keep playing. More of the best-in-class writing. More of these gripping fights that have seen me duking it out well into the small hours of the morning. More magical artifacts to cram into my beautiful mess of an inventory. I'm genuinely gutted that it's over. So I guess that's on- there's only one solution. Start all over again. I'm buzzing with excitement. Uh, Baldur's Gate 3 also has the highest Metacritic, Metacritic, not cricket, score of the year currently at a 97 with a 9.2 user score. What a fucking year. What a year. What a varied year. Different genres, different, like this type of game being reviewed this well, being played by this many people. That yeah.
2: 800K Steam number, still blows my mind yeah just how impressive that is and think about this again like this is Larian studio and their PR have played this perfectly that you have had a month of unadulterated hype of how not even hype of putting the crown on this game's head this is an amazing game this is the greatest RPG of all time etc 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 and now after a month of non-stop noise you're about to put it out on PlayStation that first week of yep. September and have a whole group go I don't have Starfield, which theoretically everybody's talking about on Xbox side and enjoying hopefully or saying I can't believe Beth Larian Studios has outdone Bethesda in an RPG thing. They're going to like this game is going to like go insane on PlayStation. Insane on PlayStation. It is going to do ridiculous numbers in September. Yeah. For a whole and again, I've talked about it before this year of the breakouts, right? Of like Diablo four being this big breakthrough for, Hey, maybe you missed Diablo three and you've just heard about it over the past 11 years. You know, it used to be a PC game. Now they're moving mm-hmm. for console, et cetera. Like this is going to be a breakthrough in terms of you've heard of Baldur's gate forever, but maybe you didn't have a computer. Maybe you never wanted to play it, blah, 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 blah. And here it is. And it is, doing this rpg thing it is doing it you know this DD roll the dice thing when D is bigger than ever tabletop way bigger. Is bigger than ever i just way did a Greg way. way last week but i think i'm gonna post it this week about uh you know when will tabletop games get their due and i'm like i think they're in it right now i think oh, this yeah. is the moment for that right of like you look at the success of critical role and the shows and stranger things doing DD. like people get that in a way they didn't get and i think people are looking for that in video games in a way they weren't looking before but yeah. This thing is about to be a, a juggernaut on PlayStation in a way where I really, when it first got, I was like, oh, that's cute. That's an afterthought to put on PlayStation. I think I'll still get drowned out by Starfield. And again, we're in this weird nebulous gray area. It might get drowned out by Starfield. Maybe Starfield is the greatest thing since sliced bread and yada, yada, yada. Like, again, I'm more excited for the moment-to-moment action of Starfield. But even playing that six hours for the impressions piece of Baldur's Gate 3, I was like, damn. This storytelling and the consequences and the decisions early on this much are giving me narrative vibes that I don't get from other games so that you know to hear everybody talking and what they've done like it gets me excited that I really do feel like even though I don't vibe with the Baldur's Gate uh, gameplay the way I do Starfield I really do feel like I'm going to end up playing so much of this here's my big question does it play well on PlayStation 5 mm-hmm. I'm hopeful I, I think that with the
1: staggered release, it's going to. But I brought this up a couple of weeks ago. This is one of the rare instances of a game coming to PC first and then being ported to uh, console. Yeah. In this day and age, on that scale, we get indie games all the time. But I can't think of a game during this generation that's of this Critically well received, how big it is, all of that, making the jump this way. I'm hopeful. I hope that they stick the landing there because yeah, if they do, and even if it's not perfect, even if it's like there's a couple hindrances here or there, or sure. whatever. But overall, it's not a Jedi survivor situation where sure. it's like there's a lot Doesn't of tech problems or whatever the fuck, right? um I feel like yeah, this is going to sell massively. um And
2: I, if I can jump in on mm-hmm. that, I I am confident it will, and I think that Larian Studios. Is smart enough and has already shown that they will make a tough call. If it is not, I think they delay it. And I think it wouldn't matter. Yeah. I think they would be lauded as they should, of like, holy shit, you're the hottest thing in the world right now. And you're saying, no, we need more time for this PlayStation 5 version. I mean, that look at like, the Xbox thing, right? Of like, there, there's no date on the Xbox version because, of course, they're trying to figure out split screen parity between S and X. And it, can't, it runs fine on the X, but knocks on the S. And there's a whole thing with Xbox. So it's like, they've shown already that, like, yo, we believe in this game. We know what its reputation is. We know what our reputation is. And again, like if you're not aware, ladies and gentlemen, you are living right now. You are reliving. I should say uh, CD project reds moment with, 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 Witcher three, where there, there was a bunch of Witcher games before CD project, CD project made a bunch of games before. And for the most part, everyone either played them on their PC and they, they were very, you know, this is what we do. yada yada, Or you ignored it. And the hype to Witcher three was like, Holy shit, this thing's awesome. Oh my God. blah blah. blah. And, it was, and then it dropped and suddenly, CD project red could do no wrong. CD project could, CD project was a name was a thing. This was somebody you were excited for their games and competing with, and they were doing right by fans and yet. yet. Larian is having that moment. You are living that moment. There will now be a before and after for Larian You're where so the next right. game, whatever Larian wants to do, or however they want to support Baldur's gate three, they will have unlimited goodwill. And so I do not think they're in the mood to fuck that up. Yeah. Excellent points
1: all around. That's what I Gregory I Miller. So proud. Of you. Give it, give it to me one more time. You want to get up there? Get up there. Can I get the jib? No, I wanted, I wanted the suck it PC players. That's you. what you want. Oh no, yeah, 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 yeah. I did, I did. I don't know why I called for that right before I told you. I don't know or, why I'm doing.
2: The, I'm doing like the the big show WCW version of the craft shop, not even mm-hmm. the DX I think we'll it's just talk about that money. when we get back from a word from our sponsors.
1: This episode is brought to you by Liquid IV. Y'all know how much I love to stay hydrated and Liquid IV makes it easier and better than ever to ensure that I'm always living my best, most hydrated life. And you can too. Liquid IV, the number one powered hydration brand in America is now available in sugar-free with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness. Liquid IV hydrates two times faster than water alone and you can keep your daily routine Exciting with three new flavors. White peach, green grape, and lemon lime. Let me tell you, the white peach is good. It's real good. We hear it kind of funny. Swear by this stuff. One stick of Liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates you two times faster and more efficiently than water alone. Real people, real flavor, real hydrating. Now sugar-free. Grab your Liquid IV Hydration Multiplayer. Sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco. Or get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code KINDOFUNNY at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you use promo code kind of funny at liquidiv.com.
2: the smartest guy at the company
1: <laughs> oh, and we're back uh barrett you wanted to bring up an important tweet
2: oh, oh there you go guys meta cricket has come out of hibernation to say Baldur's gate three is good that is important that is important for everybody to know rush Real to quick, twitter or x.com i've never
1: understood this greg because sure. i came into wrestling later than most people did yeah what is the difference between the cross chops? Like there's the X, but then there's also the, the more like V shaped one. Yeah. We're g- growing up. I, I always thought it was a gendered situation. Not oh, interesting for the kids at my school. That's how they would treat it. Yeah. So I don't cool, know.
2: Greg, you're welcome to step in and tell me if I'm wrong. Uh, m- the way my interpretation of it always was, is that the X cross chop was always a, the DX move. And then the, when WCW was, do, was wanted to do cross chops, they didn't want to promote DX. They always did the little like thing like this, but mm-hmm. there is an infamous GIF of Shawn Michaels walking to the ring, doing the V crotch shot, but it's before I think DX was huge. Yeah. Like I think it was right in the formation period of that. Has
1: anyone ever had more swag than that gif of Shawn Michaels just walking?
2: Well, there's the one, if you've never seen it, where he like, there's a guy so mad in the crowd and he's like doing a blowjob. He's like doing a very detailed blowjob. The most detailed. (laughs) That that might be, I guess. I don't know that swag. I I don't know,
1: (laughs) man. No, he was (laughs) getting in there. There was talent. There was skill. There was ball fondue. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, everybody. Yeah. Story number three. Well, the heartbreak Rush.
2: kid. All right, you know something about <laughs> giving a blowjob. <laughs> like High
1: <Hi-Fi it>. Rush <laughs> sur- surpassed three million players. A oh, hell to the yeah. Uh, three million players have turned up to rock in High Five Rush. Thank you from everyone at Tango GameWorks. This is awesome. Yeah. Super awesome. Uh, Three million players. It is always interesting now that we're in this era that we're not just talking about sales. Uh, there is just a player base, right? That used yeah. to be more of a PC metric, but now thanks to things like Game Pass, it's an important metric to talk about. Um, but yeah, what an excellent game. What an excellent year of video games where this thing came out so early as such a surprise and um, people are still talking about it. Maybe not enough, but hey, I don't think that's the fault of anyone or the game. There's just too much shit out there at this point.
2: 100%. Again, yeah, this is first off such a success story to see the 3 million numbers, to see they're able to still make a beat and, hey, call out how great High Fry Rush did. And again, great placement, right, to get out in the early part of the year, which was also crazy. But now it's that point where, like, we're in such a, not doomsday era, we're in the shit right now. So, like, the amount of PR people I've turned down in the last two days who have hit me up for, hey, we'd love to do this preview. And I'm like, I just cannot get a person out of the office or do anything. I'm sorry right now. You know, I feel bad doing that, but it's like, it is raining review codes right now. And even that, it's like we're juggling. All right, well, what'll just be a preview? What'll just be a thing? Where, I'll play this for a couple hours, but I'll talk about it when we do a review roundup. Dah, dah, dah. Like, it's insane right now. So the fact that Hi-Fi Rush got out when it got out, did the surprise launch was a great win for Xbox in a year where they needed it and of course is a new IP a colorful new thing a different thing for uh Tango right like a different thing for Xbox yeah. right like
1: i feel like it just fits such a, a important hole that Xbox had that like the Xbox game studios had like this this game coming out and delivering The way that they marketed it, I feel like it even gave um, a a voice to the inside Xbox thing that they did. The developer um, showcase thing. It was just like across the board; it was a win. You know, the way they announced the game was the win. The way it rolled out was the win. The people loved this game, so um, I hope we see more of it. I expect that we will see more of it um, in the the next coming years. But I, it's cool to see how while we're still waiting for Xbox to knock them dominoes over and like the big things. And I like get that all that whole cadence going. It's cool that the hi-fi rushes and the pentamets exist out there that for they sure. they are getting some of these like extremely established uh, studios that we know and love and that we have expectations for and allow them to be like, Hey, they have an idea. Let's do something different. And those games are pretty well reviewed. Like they haven't had a miss of those yet off the top of my head, at least. Right. And it's like, sure. There's smaller games. And I feel like even Pentamint hi fi rush is a, a different not exact comparison, sure. but I think compared to a Halo or a Starfield, uh, it is different. Even a Forza, which has like an understanding of the expectations on what that game is going to deliver, who the intended audience is, who the potential audience is of people that are just going to give it a shot, uh, especially now that it's on Game Pass, right? um Like, I expect Forza Motorsports going to come out later this year to record breaking numbers for you know what I mean? Yeah, just, yeah, of course. Of but course. that's just how this all works. But, um, yeah, Hi-Fi Rush, I think, is a, a very special game that people are going to be talking about for years because of how unique it is. And I think it's unique not in just one way. I think there's a lot of unique elements.
2: And again, you, f- you hope that this speaks to the unique way that Phil and team are running Xbox Game Studios where, yes, you can have your giant Halo. You can have your giant Starfield, but the smaller studios we have are not actually do that. The other studios we have can make smaller games. Tango doesn't have to go to another evil within right away. They can do this side thing. They can pop this out quicker, faster. They like it. Is there a future in it? Uh, You can look, of course, uh, to pentiment, like you're talking about. Do you want to launch right into one of the other giant RPGs you're working on? No, we're going to do this thing. Okay, great. Run with that. Do that. Xbox Game Pass needs content. Xbox needs to show the diversity of its studios in a way that, and that's what I'm saying from their uh, marching orders, right, from Phil and company, they're doing something that PlayStation isn't. Like, I don't expect, you know, Naughty Dog's next game. And let's say we didn't know anything about factions and that gestating. And then, the like, I don't expect a small cell-shaded whatever from them. Something like, hey, we, we had this idea. We worked on it. Now it's going to be a full game. And it's only, you know, it's five hours. It's that, the other. da, da. I don't expect that from Naughty Dog, Sucker Punch, Polyphony. You know what I mean? Like, you know what they're going to be.
1: Program. Absolutely. It's funny though you say that though and I do think that it's different. It's just the way Sony goes about things. They kind of have done that with Lost Legacy, right? It's not pentiment sure. in terms of uh the type of game that it is and its scale. It is just a smaller uncharted literally by definition that's what it is. Yeah. Um but Insomniac with Miles Morales like there's big swings that are for smaller projects, but on a bigger scale, I appreciate that as well.
2: Oh, of course! Of like- and I also and PlayStation strategy for your high fi rushes is more of like, cool. We're doing that whole second party first party thing where it's like, Stray. great, exactly. Let's do something like that. Let's do Hell Divers with Arrow. Hell Divers Two with Arrowhead. Uh, let's pull in that kind of thing. Of course, they had Concrete Genie kind of thing. Close up that studio because that's not what they want from a owned and operated first party you get the smaller tasty things from these other the smaller studios you partner with or something like you know uh, what they were doing already with, when i talk about the partnerships when i'm looking and just getting to house mark you then buy them but then returnals a smaller project but it's not small small it's it's, it's you know a push and pull or whatever
1: yeah absolutely very interesting times story number four hyenas closed beta test announced a new gameplay trailer release this comes from tom ivan at vgc sega has announced a closed beta test for hyenas on pc alongside the release of a new gameplay trailer which is viewable below steam players can register now for a chance to access the beta which will run from august 31st until september 11th announced last june hyenas is a robbery and extraction last june by creative assembly
2: and on august you're gonna tell me a game called hyenas got announced last june yeah, I saw this on the Slack. I was like, "Oh, they announced a brand new game." I've heard of this game before.
1: I was literally about to say, "Greg," and on August sixteenth, twenty twenty-three, everyone here kind of funny learned about hyenas for the very. This first
2: is some time. shit that I like, got. This is this is the Mandela effect? This didn't actually get announced. Somebody just somebody's fucking with time right now, and this is one of the ripples we're seeing that all of a sudden. Oh, this thing you don't remember hyenas?
1: It's kind of cool looking, right? Like I'm always a fan of the low G zero G. I'm not sure how many G's are involved. Okay, uh, type gameplay where you're floating around shooting. Um but, but yeah, I mean,
2: I mean, I've just been saying, give me an extraction shooter. I could go for an extraction shooter. Why is no one making extraction shooters that all look exactly the fucking same? <laughs> I've just been saying this is an untapped market that clearly won't be shut down in six to eight months. Here's the thing, though, Greg.
1: And I understand you're right. You're making very, very salient points here. Because it's got all the best parts of Lawbreakers in it. But we played Foam Stars at Summer Game Fest. We did. And we were like, yeah. It's not an extraction
2: shooter. I I know, but I'm getting the same vibes of we look at that. All right, that's dope as fuck. Can you rewind that? They're using the Sega Genesis as a, as a C4 bomb. All right, hold on a second. <laughs> hold on a second, He's everybody. He's Sonic. Don't they, let they, it steal Sonic. It, they blew in the cartridge before they set it up as a bomb. <laughs> hold up a second, ladies oh and gentlemen. God. But I th- the thing that they're stealing is a Sonic statue. Oh, Jesus. Well, they were running. Wrong. Yeah, they I'll had the Atari stuff in there. Wait a second, ladies and gentlemen. Do we have a contender for Extraction Shooter of the Year? Uh, Nazu UK says, I played this in the Alpha. It's not very good. God fucking damn it. All right, back to the garbage. <laughs> wow that took some turns yada you know oof, you know God. the video game industry yeah yeah when plus bless- this is huge let's get working on it we won't have a playable prototype for a year no big deal a year and it's all right it's pretty good let's get and the, the trend is just ripped away it's just gone it's just gone and then the writing's on the wall that nobody wants It's like fuck we've come this far yeah put it out to die Uh, So let me tell you a little bit more about this, Greg. You're still talking uh, about heinous, okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It sees five teams
1: of three battling AI and each other to steal pop culture memorabilia from expansive themed plunder ships with zero G sections. I'm happy that the amount of Gs has been clarified. Uh, The closed beta will feature eight specialists, including newcomers. How's the newcomers? Aren't they all newcomers? Or are they talking about in-universe newcomers? I don't like that. Well, I'll, no, uh, no, because they've
2: already done... Like a beta. Yeah, I a, remember the guy uh, in the chat already played gotcha, it. Gotcha, so, yeah.
1: gotcha, gotcha. Okay, cool. Including newcomers, uh, Mosey, the OG hyena, and rock and roll roadie, Digits, Sega said. They'll join ballerina Prima, astronaut Commander Wright, super speedy cosplayer Hero Kai, sniper L Silbon, gamer Doc Hotfix, and defense connoisseur, drag queen Galaxia, as they dive into zero-G action across the massive plundership Earth Vintage. Hyenas will also be publicly available to play for the first time from August 23rd to 27th at Gamescom. Uh, the game is scheduled to release uh, for everything except Switch in 2023.
2: There's a great exchange in the chat where, you know, the one guy said, I played it, I didn't like it. And then, oh, shit, it's going to go away before I get there. There was a guy who said, uh, well, that's only one person's opinion. Another guy popped up and said, I played it too, and I agree. All right, well, it's only two people's opinion. <laughs> yeah, will love to see it. Uh, story number five. We're not going to beat hyenas up more. I I don't know that we need to. I wish him the best and I hope it all works out for you. But man, and again, like, you know, I I know I'm Greg, the Sony pony. Imagine PlayStation looking at the negative 10 hype for hyenas. and be like, ah, fuck. How many of these do we have in the live service hopper? We're making right now. A lot of hyenas fucking fair games. Ah, shit. Fuck. Yeah. Good luck to everybody. Good luck to everybody. Go get them. Story number five. PlayStation Meanwhile, Plus. I'm sure Embracer's looking at all this news. You know what? Greenlight, 20 more. 20 more. One of these One will hit. One of these will be an industry-changing $2 billion deal. This will save it all. <laughs> uh, PlayStation
1: Plus looks to add classic Tekken and Soul Calibur games. This comes from Tom Ivan at VGC. The Taiwanese ratings board has seemingly revealed the idea... Identity of two upcoming PlayStation Plus Classics titles. As spotted by Gamatsu, the country's classification body has rated Bandai Namco Fighters Tekken 6 and Soul Calibur Broken Destiny for PS5 and PS4. The former was released for PS3, 360, and PSP in 2009, while the latter was released for Sony's handheld in the same year. It's assumed that the new ratings mean the games will be released as part of the PlayStation Plus classics catalog. This library of games, which includes hundreds of titles uh, from the original playstation p s two p s three and p s p is available to PlayStation Plus premium subscribers interesting cool i i th- this to me is more game preservation stuff than it is actual interest in playing the games, sure. like I feel like a lot of the p s p games aren't. Uh, I don't even want to say aren't going to age well. They're just not going to translate well to, two to, to a PS5, yeah, right? Yeah. I, I think that's just an inherent problem of the way what the PSP the, was. The PSP with the nub and just the, the lack of shoulder buttons and um and all of that where we've seen it before. Like I feel like those games need a little bit more love to be able to to translate correctly. Uh, the DS has a similar issue with uh, the touchscreen and the two screens and all of that stuff of trying to find ways to support to those games. It takes a little bit more love and care as opposed to just oh hey here play it and oh there's going to be issues you have to deal with but um I still think that it's important and cool that they are available and um you know PlayStation Plus going back into its its classics library of what they can even add I mean there's only so many things that that they can yeah you know
2: (laughs) What's more interesting about this is I forget what movie we were watching recently and somebody pulled out a Vita and started, oh, Grey's Anatomy. Somebody Mm. somebody pulled out a PSP and was playing it or whatever. And it's just like, and I stick with me because this is going to sound ridiculous because we're probably in the best era, but do its times long for what handheld gaming was? Right now, Switch is fucking awesome. You're playing Zelda on it, Steam Deck, Raj Ally. You're playing the stuff you have at home or your PC games. That's awesome and amazing and incredible, and I'm so glad we're here. But this this, one, whoever it was popped out this PSP, and you're like, man, remember when you had to make less than games? (laughs) You had to make games less than what you wanted to on your big boy console and put them onto this thing. And some of them were awesome and amazing, but there was like a vibe to it and yada, yada, yada. No, Greg, not at
1: all. And I love the PSP. I know you do. But why did I love the PSP? For emulation. And guess what? The switch just does it better. I'm not it saying it works. I was thrilled to get super Mario world playing at s- almost the right frames per second on the PSP. And I just lived with it with frame skip on and with yeah, all yeah, that yeah. stuff. And sure. I will. Th- I will treasure those memories forever. You know, being able to uh, fast forward through Pokemon. So you could skip a bunch of the, the the grindy stuff and just fucking like, you know, the save states and all that stuff. Yeah. There's a lot of fond memories that I have there. But then the Switch just came out, and it's just like, Brilliant. not only does it play the, all the, the new Zelda's Mario Odyssey and all this incredible stuff, but having all of, like, the majority of the classic games, like, I know we can still look at it and be like, where's Mario RPG? Where's XYZ? Where's all? There's always going to be- Kong Donkey Kong 64. everybody's asking, Figure four. out the rest of Everybody's games. asking. Yeah. You know, where they at? Right? But it's like the majority of games are there I hear to you. be able to, to, to play. I hear you. And you then speaking of like the, the, the thing
0: that you missed, Tim, of like emulation, maybe there's a handheld out there that might be the best emulation machine ever in handheld form. Allegedly. Allegedly. I so, wouldn't know about that.
1: So with all that, it's like I feel like it's, it's the
2: I, best, and I think it's just that. I, what I mean, I agree. No, no, there was no argument. Is this the best time? I'm not making that argument. Yeah, this it. is not a stupid Greg stand. Mm-hmm. This is just me. I think being nostalgic for a moment in time, for sure, to be on the Muni playing Peace Walker, and that's all it was. And I'm pinging hotspots as I went, you know?
1: exactly. And like, I mean, I, I know that it's not an argument of now versus then because it's like it's really not even a comparison. Where the reality is, you can play the majority of those old games now, better than ever. Yeah, cool, it, and more comfortably, and all that. But I do think that there was so many issues back then, even when I loved those things the most, it was like, oh man, the price of memory cards is such an issue. The lack of screen brightness is such an issue. The glare Mm, problems, mm, the mm. um, battery life, the, there was just so many issues
2: that now just aren't issues. And I feel like totally that battery life. Come on. Uh, your Steam decks. Yeah, Not for your Switch. Your Switch, don't get me wrong. I, you Switch, yeah, I'm fucking going. I, I'm talking about my Switch,
1: baby. Hey, hey. Uh, but uh, the, the bigger thing for me is looking back, and people give me shit for this, but we have a show called Shitlist, so you can get on patreon.com slash kindoffunny. It's always funny to me when we start looking at lists for PSP or Game Boy. Uh, a lot of these, the, the handheld things, like last week we did a IGN top list for the best Game Boy and Game Boy Color games, Greg. Yeah. IGN, when it does console lists right what does it do the top blank games of the ps2 of the gamecube of ps3 what's that number 150 25 25 it's 25 per console right you know this greg i mean they i mean ig
2: does a lot of i know no it does a lot of lists. To IGN.
1: top ps3 games it's 25 okay right yeah, that's fair. the that's their format yeah they did 16 yeah see that's yeah, that that they did 16 yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and looking at the list it's like here we, go. Yeah, Here we yeah, fucking yeah. go. yeah, You know what I mean. We just deal with like a level of quality because, like you were saying, like it had to be brought down a bit. So there are, of course, shining star examples of amazing video games that yeah. are on these these uh, the the portable consoles back in the day. But like, it's all relative, Greg. It is all relative. It's All relative. I want to add one more news story to this. <gasps> okay. All right. I put this. I
2: saw this last night. Breaking news.
1: Real quick. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it. On the dock think, for you, Barrett, okay?
2: Think, 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 think,
1: Once think, I get back think, to do where do 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 that dock do. is. Here it is. I'm going to put it do do do. right here. Do do. Boom. Nintendo of Europe tweeted promoting Super Mario Bros. Wonder yesterday. Wahoo! All right. um, we're getting closer and closer to this thing. Coming out October 20th. I imagine that we are weeks away from a Nintendo Direct of some sort, whether it is a big one or just, hey, here's an update on what the rest of the fall looks like. We'll have to wait and see. There's been a Nintendo Direct every September um, during the Switch's life cycle, with the exception being 2020, which we all understand what what happened there. There was COVID, guys. There's one thing that I I am being a little alarmist here. Just want everyone to understand that. Mm -hmm. But your boy's alarmed. Can you read this for me, Greg?
2: Adventures are more fun with friends. Team up locally in four-player co-op to complete courses in Super Mario Brothers. Wonder arriving on Nintendo Switch October 20th. Watch the full trailer. At first glance, you're like, oh, this sounds great. I can't wait for this. This game looks awesome.
1: The more I look at it, the more I'm like, wow, this really does look cool. This game looks is something great. different. But then I started looking at this more. I'm like, team up locally in four-player. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Huh? It doesn't just say team up in four-player co-op, no, which no. would imply... Online as well. Yeah. Then I start thinking. I'm like, there's no way. Throw there's the no w- possible these, way the yep, Nintendo, Nintendo decision could put out a Mario game a, a, a four player. That's the the point of this game. There are multiple characters on the posters, on the box art, on every piece of gameplay. Every single fucking piece of gameplay shown has more than one player. Sure. Yeah. In this trailer,
2: C- uh, multiplayer a big part of this. Right, that local four player multiplayer, big deal.
1: There's no way that in 2023 Nintendo would be like, "Oh, we're not going to have online for this. We're not going to allow." Really? It. There's just no. Have way. you not looked at Nintendo? But then I look back and I'm like, "All right, cool." They put out new Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe, and it's like, "Well, of course they're going to add online multiplayer." That they didn't. No, they didn't, no, Greg. No, no, and that no, no. baffled me. They put out Mario 3D World. Did it have online? Yes. Yes, it did. Okay. It did, Greg. How the fuck are you going to put out Mario 3D World with online play? Four player and not this?
0: Yeah. Remember when they had their soccer game, which is all about multiplayer, and you know they set it up to make it impossible to just have four of your friends be on a team together and play four random people? I'm
2: fucking baffled, Greg. Here's the thing you're not going to like the answer to on this one, right? and not even weird Nintendo decisions, actually going into my duffy of being a student of the game in interviews. Uh, A long time ago, there used to be like a Lego game every fucking year, right? It was a staple of E3. Is it Lego Mm -hmm. Batman, Lego Marvel, Lego Harry Potter, Lego whatever? And at some point, people begged and begged and begged and they, in TT Games, put in online. They had it for a couple games. Then they took it out and stopped putting in the game. And during an E3 demo, I think it was me, but maybe somebody else doesn't matter. Someone from the press asked like, yo, what's up with that? Again, yo today. I don't know. Can I I get a yo count chat at some point? Maybe somebody later tweet at me. Seven. Thank you. That's got to be high. in it. Yo, those are rookie numbers. Let's pump them up. Asked, what's up with the lack of multiplayer or online multiplayer? And I remember Arthur Parsons from TT Games. He's no longer there anymore. Still alive. Not there, though. He was like, I understand that that's going to disappoint a group here, an audience here. The problem is we added it, and it was a fraction of the amount of copies sold that actually used online. It just wasn't worth it. I
1: totally hear you. I simply don't believe it for this game. I just, there's no way that there's absolutely no way that this is the right call for what this game is, how this game is being presented in 2023 in an era where this game is going to be so streamed. This game is going to be played by so many people. There's going to be so many content creators that Nintendo uses and cares about for marketing their games that would want to play together that are not going to be able to do that. This, so many people are going to be playing this game. Not how Nintendo's intending because they're just going to play single player because that's what they have. Sure. Where so many, like I don't even know what the right word is. I'm just going to say adults want to play this game with people. But the way they play games with people is online. It's different than the Lego games. The, like the Lego I'm ge- not saying this is no, to no, no, apples,
2: apples. I'm just trying to m- maybe really one it. thing.
1: I just, I feel, and, and again, in the end, this isn't confirmation that it's not here. I honestly... And there's going to be fucking egg all over my face. And I hope that it's scrambled. Okay, Greg? Scrambled egg, okay. I love scrambled eggs.
2: I love all eggs. I It's way, way too complicated of a day, but I, we should go to the diner. We can't because there's too much shit going on. Yeah.
1: I'm still hopeful there's going to be online in this game. There's I'm hopeful chance? that this Nintendo Europe tweet is
2: just... It's just they're the calling game. out one very specific section of it. Right. Yeah. Is the when you go to the product page and all that jazz on Nintendo.com, there's nothing in there about online. Not, I, not uh, like calling out online, but not like an asterisk talking about like Nintendo subscription required for some kind of gar- garbage. no or, idea. No or, idea. That might idea. be the way around it. Yeah. You know, the other thing, too, is like I do. Uh, so you can take away from the Lego thing and maybe they saw something on the last Mario game that had it and none of people used it. Uh, then there also is the idea that in- sorry, it wasn't last, though. Like
1: if I, I don't even remember the exact cadence of this and maybe it was last, but it's it's a different style of game. I know I'm aware of that. Yeah, yeah I know, and, I, know I know. So I don't think it was them looking at Mario 3D World and be like, oh, not enough people use this, so we're doing this. Like I think it's more like why aren't there 2D Mario games and Mario two, Mario Maker?
2: I'm pretty sure. I had it. Sorry. Back going. to my point though, of this is I think Nintendo is one of those uh, companies that is like not rare, uh, but they do have a vision for what their product is. And they are very always, you know, the Switch is great because it is, oh, you got you, you just have the Switch, pop off the Joy-Cons, now you have two controllers rather than one, da-da-da-da. Like, for them, the Switch is a, hey, everybody gather around the Switch, gather around the TV, let's play together, and let's have that couch co-op time, and let's do that thing. And this is a game, and I'm not trying to insult anybody because I'm, I'm not, it looks great, don't get me wrong, but I think this is a game that is aimed at, like, cool, play, all ages of players can play this, and it is great for the kid who has it to put it on the screen and dad, mom, and little sister all play together and do that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, I, I just think I get really defensive over Nintendo's 2D output when it comes to things like sure. this, because I, there was like a big conversation about, is this AAA? Is it not AAA? This is AAA, people. This is a fucking AAA game. This game is going to sell so ridiculously well. And that's what bothers me about this is a game that is going to sell tens of millions of copies out there. I feel the not having something like online is going to limit its potential for classic future status of like people like now the amount of times that this specific thing has affected me where i'm like oh i want to play uh mario We're, i want to do a four player thing with the giovoni boys playing through uh new super mario bros u yeah the amount of times I just like go to do that, expecting online is going to work, like, and then being reminded it doesn't. Bear bringing up Strikers, where that was the
2: thing at launch. They were all going to go on and play, and they couldn't totally. do it.
1: Like, I mean, exactly. There's expectations there that should be met. The difference is Strikers is, has a, a cap of what? A couple million it could sell? These are games that sell so much. These are flagship Nintendo titles that years down the line... People are going to remember like, I can't believe it didn't have fucking online. It's going to, they're going to be salted about this stuff. And I know I'm talking about like a, a smaller group of people, but we're talking about a small percentage of tens of millions. At some point, that percentage is, is sizable enough that it's like, this is a problem. This is really not good for what is a triple a Mario title that focuses on multiplayer, a two d fucking side scroller.
2: Tim. Yes. You accidentally stumbled in. To a reader mail question. Oh. Pizza Bagel wrote in to kindofunny.com slash KFGD for free, just like you can, and says Do you think Super Mario Wonder can impress in a post Mario Maker and Celeste world? There hasn't been a 2D Mario game since the release of Mario Maker 1 or 2 or Celeste. Uh, with people creating so many crazy levels from Cazo to puzzle rooms and more, or Celeste's incredible level design with crazy challenges for 100% completion, I really have to wonder if Super Mario Wonder is capable of pleasing a more hardcore audience. I'm sure it will be fine casually, but do you think that this team has the stuff to deliver something that will be as challenging or as creative as Mario Maker and Celeste are? This is a a wonderful question. Great job, pizza bagel. No pun intended
1: there. Um, Uh, This is my Starfield. This is your Starfield? It is. Wow. I've been waiting for a new 2D Mario, Greg, for 10 years. You have talked about that. I've talked about 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 this so much, and there's a lot riding on it. And in those 10 years, Celeste has come out. Yep. And many, many, many other amazing 2D platforms have come out. They've changed the game. They've changed expectations. What Mario is, what Mario can be, is... uh, in question, I think of like, can it go above and beyond this stuff? And I'm not sure the answer is yes. Um, At the same time, can this team pull it off? Oh yeah, they can. I've seen them do it time and time and time again. Um, I am not sold enough on the art style of this game being different enough that immediately I'm like, oh wow, there's a vision here that I'm looking at this and I totally get that it's going to be the freshest, newest thing for Mario that I did expect back in the day that they did deliver on back in the day until they didn't. And I always talk about how Mario Wii U, Mario, uh, new Super Mario Bros Wii U gets so underloved just because people write it off because of how it looks and because of the vision of that game, despite it having some of the best level design, best bosses, fights, best world maps, everything about that game. There's some of the best in Mario, period. But it just feels generic it just feels like more mario in a bad way not more mario in a great way sure and i don't know i don't know what they can do if they like how it's going to come together i rewatched the trailer last night though to really look at it with that question in my mind and seeing a lot of the things the, a bit more of the collectathon in 2d form a little bit more of the mario 64 experience in a two D way where the, the, the there's like purple shards everywhere. The abilities they're using, it looks like it's a little more inspired by Yoshi's Island. That's what I probably should be saying—a Yoshi's Island style game with Mario. I I'm starting to see the magic here. I'm starting to buy into the potential of this game in a way that I didn't when I first saw it. The Nintendo Direct where they okay. announced it. Okay. Um, will it be better than Celeste? I firmly think no.
2: Celeste. I mean, come on. What but
1: will will this do? Something important for Mario? I'm very hopeful the answer is yes. Okay. We'll wait and see. But Greg. Yeah. Mario Wonder coming out. Just so far away. If I want to know what's coming to Mama Crop Shops today, where would I look?
2: The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show hosts each and every weekday.
0: (laughs) Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Yeah.
1: Uh, today we have On Guard on PC, City of Murals on PC, Construction Machine Simulator 2023 Hard Truck Work Job on <laughs> PS4 and PS5, uh, Ship Graveyard Simulator 2 on PC, The Cosmic Wheel Sisterhood on PC. The Wheel
2: in the sky keeps on turning. <laughs> New dates for you. It's we- Podcast Beyond. Oh my God. We have
1: TMNT Shredder's Revenge Dimension Shell Shock DLC available August 31st. I need to look back into what exactly that is because I'm in a little turtle mood. Greg, Mutant Mayhem got turtle me feeling the vibe. The I, I know you didn't see it in theaters. I know you're not going to see it. I'm excited it's been, to see has it
2: Ben theater ready yet? no okay ben has no attention span Damn. yeah so no he can't sit there and watch a movie he'd be up and gotcha a gotcha i can't wait for it to come though to peacock it were, we're cl- yeah for talk. sure for that right yeah we're paramount plus probably i guess you know we haven't tried a theater he, he he'll sit on the couch and watch but it would be one of those things if he sat down to watch ninja turtles and it didn't immediately get him he'd be up and want to do something else and gotcha. he'd, he'd say start saying skip yeah because skip. we taught him he could get skip stuff so that's a problem that's really funny yeah but I was uh, Jen was telling me that she talked to Max Scoville's wife Jen, and that they took their uh, kid to a movie, and, and and she was great all the way, then Shurtle's great until like the last ten minutes that she mm, wanted to move around. So mm. like, and they're I forget like six months ahead of us maybe. I'm excited for your thoughts on it though. Sure, like I'm, I'm, excited I'm the same how, way. How this one hits. Skip. Like- you know, I'll be like, skip it!
1: <laughs> uh, Curse Crackers, for whom the bell tolls, is coming to Nintendo Switch on August 24th. Tiny Witch is coming to PC on September How 14th. small is that witch? As <laughs> small as Wato? We don't know. Yeah, uh, Broken Edge is coming to PSVR 2 on September 19th, Kevin's mom's birthday. Uh, Symphony of War continues the heroic journey in Legends DLC, launching August 28th. The, mer- the making of uh, Karateka, interactive documentary. Huh. Huh. It's coming August 29th on Steam, GOG, Epic, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X and S. What could that be? Find me the trail, we'll An find interactive it. documentary. Very interesting. What's it called? It is called The Making of Karateka. K-A-R-A-T-E-K-A. Huh. 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 Well, he does that. Um, Fascinated Jack says, I only think of the podcast beyond version of Wheel in the
2: Sky. Thank you very much. The first song that, was ever, that ever ended a podcast beyond. I sang it just like I just did. That's all we had. Then we ended.
1: So before Prince of Persia, there was Karateka.
2: Oh, Gary Wood. What the fuck? Yeah, he's there's some uh, there's um some documentary, right? This is the it's doc- an it says like
0: it's an in- interactive one. Yeah. I wonder if you can like play some of the level. Yeah, see.
1: I just lost my shit. <laughs> I was like, I got so excited. Gary Wood is a big star guy. <laughs> huh. Really interesting. God, I can't wait for Prince of Persia next year. Let's go, everybody. Yeah, next year. All right, cool. Now, you see this and it looks cool,
2: but remember, of course, old game's old. You know? I want to punch you in the dick. (laughs) Just
1: be erasing old games from history. We don't need them. (sighs) This week's host. Tomorrow, we have uh, me and Bless, and on Friday, we have me and Bless. Uh, and then uh, after the KFGD post show, the crew is going to play Street Fighter 6 with Blessing and IDOM. That's pretty damn exciting. Yeah. Um, yeah, this has been kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday, we get together. We do some cool stuff. Do, uh, yeah, I'm going to walk away to take a phone call.
2: Can oh, you, can you oh do sure. That I got this. Go right, right, do thank you. your thing. Thank Jesus, man. You know what I mean, Mike? Sometimes oh. Tim just gets these big business calls big old Steve Jobs calling from beyond the grave saying, I know where the bodies are and I'll get you. (laughs) Fucking Waz, bro. We were talking about the Waz yesterday. I did not mention Waz, You know, I saw him once at the airport. You saw the Waz. I'll save that for the KFGD Uh, post. Ladies and gentlemen, of course, we ask you watching live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games and youtube.com slash kind of funny games to write in and tell us what we got wrong as we got it wrong so we could set the record straight. (laughs) Uh, Sega Game Gear wrote in and said the IGN top Game Boy List did not include Game Boy Color games. Uh, they considered a successor to the original Game Boy and did not include exclusives like Pokemon Gold and Silver and Zelda Oracle of Ages and Seasons on the list. Um, Brian and Shycon give us context that I was asking for for the old Super Mario Wonder. Uh, the Nintendo website only lists the number of players, single system, one to four, no online. Seeing many out- online outlets <laughs> confirming this, the game supports Save Clay, Cl- Data Cloud. And then uh, Shycons was there is an asterisk on locally. There's an asterisk on locally on the site saying additional accessories for multiplayer may be required. The only Nintendo Switch online mention on the website is needing to activate a subscription for the game vouchers to work. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Take it to the bank. No online multiplayer in Super Mario Wonder. Not confirmed, but all but confirmed. Tough. Who cares? You know what I mean? Like, I care. You don't I want to play
3: you
0: Mario games. Switch. No, you yeah, don't. But, uh, also, you're going to want to play it with the Jabroni boys, which we're, you're probably going to do here on this set anyway, locally. That is true. Yeah, <laughs> so it does not affect you
2: whatsoever. Mike. Tim already ran you through the host. I already told you the stream's coming up today. And I, I, Dom, blessed, are going to be playing some cool stuff. And then, of course, we're about to do that KFGD post show Heck where yeah. we go through the YouTube super chats and resubs in Twitch and say, hey, what's going on? And we talk about it and have a great time. So... This has been kind of funny games daily, ladies and gentlemen. If you didn't know each and every weekday, we run you through the nerdy video game news need know about. If you like that, be part of the show at slash kfgd. If you really like that, head over to slash kindoffunny where you could watch us uh, ad free as an mp3 and video on demand. And then you could watch all the other podcasts record live and as ad free as we record them. Then, of course, get them ad free on demand YouTube or uh, the podcast, and then as the video. And then, of course, uh, you could also get cool merch. There's a cool trog shirt up there it's very nice uh of course there's more than 300 episodes of exclusive content since we launched the studio up right now that doesn't even talk about the years and years and years and years and years of the other exclusive content we had up i digress no bucks toss our way youtube.com slash kind of funny and of course or kind of funny games and podcast services around the globe each and every weekday until next time ladies and gentlemen we got a post show to do right now so it's been our pleasure to serve you
3: I'll give you that that Yo what the heck is going on Kind of Funny best friends it's your guys Snowbike Mike Welcoming you to of course the Kind of Funny Games daily super chat post Show where I join your two Incredible show hosts and we jump in With all of you watching live over on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games and of course Over on Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games and we say hey what's up Y'all want to dive a little bit deeper into one of today's news stories? You want to bring up a random topic of discussion like, gosh, darn it, Greg, why you look so good in that cool floor of Plint? Or <laughs> plinth? <okay. laughs> it was, close. It was I, close. Yeah, I know. You were really close. close. I appreciate Sometimes it. Sometimes you go so hard and then you get that last one. You're like, nope. Ah, lost it. And that's the one. That was, I'll tell you what I want to talk gentlemen. about.
2: Tell me. A tweet I just put in assets you Put a little tweet up there. All right. This is breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. A breaking announcement about me like vampire survivors tweets yep. tomorrow we're launching vampire survivors couch co-op kind of funny is greg and mike will be slaying on our steam page august 17th at 5 30 p.m p bst nine thirty a.m pt tune in for absolute chaos ladies and gentlemen we're excited to announce this partnership and great art they made of us incredible um, art The idea here is that, yeah, two hours, uh, two hours stream tomorrow on the official Vampire uh, Survivors Steam page. page. We're streaming straight to their Steam page. yeah. And then when we're done there, two hours here on Twitch.com slash kind of funny games, YouTube.com slash kind of funny games. Because I... Love vampire survivors. This is sponsored, of course, but I, yeah. you've heard me talk about it before.
3: No, this is super exciting. This is what we've been waiting for. Couch. The couch co-op, co-op the idea with all of us together. I know the best friends have tweeted at me many of times of like put it on the schedule. Yeah. It's like Greg's already
2: on it. I'm on you know, it. Like, Greg's, so yeah, we're having D. It'll be me and Mike tomorrow, rocking yeah. controllers. We'll have two open ones so people can come and go and join yeah. us and, and get climbed out because Nick will get mad, obviously, real quick. I'm excited. How me far too. do you think we'll go? Pff, credits. You want me to hit up Gary Winner? Because when I first
3: pitched this, you're like, we don't need Gary Whitta. You want me to hit him up? You got two extra controllers sitting there. We could hit him up. You're thinking about it.
2: I am thinking about it because you know Cause Gary loves vampire survivors more than anybody. I know. And the last time I brought Gary Gary Whitta, you said, psh, psh. You said no, but if I do, if we don't here's the thing. Yeah, if we don't do it, we're gonna get guilted by Gary Wood about it. Correct. He's gonna be pissed off we didn't ask yep. him. Yeah. Mm. If we do ask him, he's gonna act like We're asking a huge favor of him. Yeah, yeah.
0: And he's you know he's gonna well be like, you know oh, it's a busy week too.
3: He's off today's X-Cast, so we can call him that favor. Okay. I, I mean, little, little he's something, off some. You know what I mean?
0: I mean, he's off this uh, today's Xcast because you know it's a busy week.
3: First day of school. Yeah. Excitement in the air. Yeah. Greg, tell me Should about the him? was. Yeah, let's call him up. You want to call him right now? Let's call up Gary Witter right now. now Mike, of course.
0: Have you been thinking the entire time Greg's been talking about Scott the Waz? Oh, man, I
3: like Scott the Waz. You know that, bear? He makes some good videos. He makes some enjoyable videos, that jabroni. And he also talks about some weird games where I'm like, man, what kind of nerd is playing on that Nintendo DS?
2: <laughs> Gary? It's Greg. Hello? Gary, it's Greg Miller. You're live on Kind of Funny Games Daily. How are you?
3: Uh, yeah, I had a feeling I'd be
2: live. What's going on? Uh, no, we, we're talking. We just announced that we're doing a, this uh, sponsored Vampire Survivors stream tomorrow. Two hours on their Steam page, two hours on our Twitch and YouTube page. And Mike said we should invite you. And I, I don't want to put it on you. I don't want to put you out. And I, But I also don't want you to be mad that we didn't invite you. So I'm inviting you right now if you want to come play with me and Mike tomorrow.
0: I appreciate that. What uh, what time is
2: it? Uh, call time would be like 9 o'clock in the morning, and then we go live at 9.30, and then We'll be live there for two hours, and then it's two hours on our page just starting at 1130. So really, whenever you wanted to come through with a wrap of being 130. But if you wanted to come by just for part of it, just for 30 minutes and pop in and play, we'd make room for you. That's right. What time did you say it starts? We're starting at 930, and we'll go through 130. And you can come whenever you want to and leave whenever you want to because me and Mike got it.
0: Yeah, okay. I might be able to do something.
2: All right, cool. Then hopefully we'll see you tomorrow. All right. All right, bye. Bye. Just that easy. It's that easy, guys. That's how you make content here. I thought he would have been a
3: little more excited about it. Like, dang, Greg, you playing my favorite game. Gary does. Like, let's excited. get breakfast, let's oh. breakfast. Let's go big. Should we get some breakfast? Oh, tomorrow? there's no right? way
0: he's going to come in right that early, though.
3: Think about it. Think I do. I'm it. thinking hard. Gary would wakes up at 530 every day. So he's already up. It's the first week of school, Mike. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, but you put the little one on the bus and then bang. What does he do till 2.30? Yeah, I know. He's like, I can't his do spells. any work.
2: It's first day of school. Like, what is he, exactly. You are like, oh, he picked up on the first ring. You know
0: what I mean? Like, that guy's not busy. <laughs> yeah,
3: awkwardly, too. It's like in his pocket or something. <laughs> he's like breathing heavily into the phone.
0: Oh, like, uh, you really have anything to say there? <laughs> any, any shit to give with breathing heavy uh, into a microphone?
3: Uh, what my friends get mad at me is I, I talk to them, but I'm also scrolling TikTok at the same time. So all they hear is my finger. Doing this nonstop, yeah, and they're like, "What yeah, in God's name are you doing, yeah, Mike?" Yeah. Uh, Greg, of course, that's big and exciting news. That'll be my first time ever streaming to a Steam page. Me too. That's pretty exciting. Yeah, stuff. I think that's going to be cool and out there and different. So, of course, all the kind of funny best friends, if you want to come join us, please come have some fun with us tomorrow. That will be an awesome stream and a great way to celebrate Couch Co op coming to a dope game. But Greg, let's talk about it. Tell me about the was when you met. So the
2: was. I went to. Oh, God, this is a dated reference, I think. So I might get some of it wrong. Okay. Chat, you're free to correct me. Mm-hmm. I went to a street festival in San Francisco. Okay. I want to say it wasn't Half Moon Bay Pumpkin Fest. It was oh. something in the sunset. Okay. And I pa- we were walking, and I passed a guy, and I was like, Jen, I think that was Steve Wozniak. That's the Waz. And she was like, what? And I was like, and, but he was gone already, and I was like, I wouldn't have bothered him yet, yeah, yeah. And I was, I was like, it's that thing where you're like 85%, I think that was Steve Wozniak. Yeah, yeah. And then literally two days later, I was at SFO and going into the United Lounge was Steve Wozniak, which proved that I was wrong. It was there was the 15 percent of the street fair that was I was wrong. It wasn't Steve at the oh. street fair, but at the United Club, it was, in fact, Steve Wozniak. And I didn't say anything there either, because I was like, Dang. what are you going to say? Hey, great job. You know what I mean? But I was like, oh, that's the Waz right there. That's dope. Yeah.
3: OK, I like that, Greg. I like that. Of course, as we jump into today's post-show super chat section, I have a number of super chats coming in from the kind of funny best friends. They're gassed up to talk with you. They and Tim better today. be, man. Course, Tim will come back after his big di- business deal. i believe but, it. Greg, I got to give you a hot diamond update. Of course, welcome back. Kind of funny best friends. It's Wednesday, which means it's time to take you to the diamond because your boy Snowbike Mike and one blessing out of Yo-Ye Jr., Went back to co-ed softball. And I'll tell you what, last night, Greg Miller, week four, the best cohesion of the team yet. Everybody was gelling. The vibes were right. The mood was set early. And let me tell you what, I'm happy to report that we got our first win as a team. We won before. We won before, but that team only had six players on it, and I played on the other team. But this is the first official Team versus team win. And get this against the best team in the league. They're undefeated. We handed them their first loss. Now, let me tell you what. Crushing. Captain, Captain Jingle, Jacob Jingleheimer Smith. Yep, yep. Jabroni still. But you know what? He's trying his best. Try to get everybody to dress up in jerseys. Hey, bring your favorite team jersey. Oh, bring oh, your favorite oh, player. Okay. And then I said to myself, well, where's my jersey? Aren't we supposed to be giving team jerseys? Jacob, where's my jersey, Jabroni? I paid money for a T-shirt, so we all had the same jerseys. Why don't we wear our jerseys to the game? But it doesn't matter, because I got a dope Crash Team Rumble jersey, so I wore that. Okay, great. That
2: worked out. We show
3: up last night, Greg. Great mood. Everybody's talking. We're high-fiving. We're dapping it up. We're having a good time, right? But the fog is blowing in. And I'll tell you what, Greg, I have never played a baseball game where if someone cranks one to the outfield, you might not be able to see the ball coming at you. Wow. And it was a very interesting vibe of like, oh, man, how how are you? Oh, so good. He likes to wear a lot of tight clothing. So it's Fast. like, it makes him faster. It makes him faster, but also like shows off the bod. Sure. And like, I think the chicks dig it, but oh, like, yeah, yeah. Blessing has like this weird look. He shows up to the game, jeans and a little quarter zip. So he looks like a tech bro. Okay. And then he strips out of the jeans and quarter zip to nothing but tight running clothes. Nice. And you're like, oh, this guy's going to take off, right? I will say, Homeboy looking very good with, of course, his red batting gloves I recommended him buy. Does anybody have photos this? I got to see this look. We got to get some looks going. I'll get some photos next time. Blessing played very well. Unfortunately, didn't get the memo like your boy Snowbike Mike. When you play on a team of 12, sometimes, in this case, 14 people, and you could only have 10 out on the field, guess what happens to a couple of Jabronis? Ride the bench. You got to ride the bench or sub. Join the other team. What's the rule? Don't ever fucking sub. Because then you lose the flow, Greg. You know what I mean? You only get four at-bats, maybe three with 12 people. And then you also only get to play so many innings. So guess what? You don't sub, ever. Right. So what did I do every single time? Grabbed my mate and I just started running to the outfield before anyone could say anything. Sure. Because I know better. I'm not I'm not riding the pine. I'm not missing out on an the opportunity for the about ball it to come I'm to me. Man, it
2: doesn't, I don't know if this would be fun to play with Mike. You know what I mean? <laughs> I said the, the tone early. player would be like understanding this nope, is just nope, co-ed nope, softball nope. for nothing. <laughs> so why not let other people go out there and catch the How am I ball? supposed to get
3: my ESPN top play if it's I not suck gonna out happen. and the ball it, comes but, but to you? Did
2: you I, was there an ESPN drone there? Last there? week, I had
3: ESPN top plays. People were talking about it. Blessing yeah? will tell you. But here's the deal. Captain, the captain... Definitely has to now organize that, right? He's supposed to be the one of like, hey, everybody in the outfield, you're going to move to the left one and we'll sub somebody in. So it's fair, right? Poor blessing out there. Missed three and a half innings. We played five total. Kid got out there twice. That's on the captain. You know what I mean? That's on the captain. I at the same
0: time, You're just running out there before anybody can say anything. So like how this is the captain. They, supposed that would get, get me excited because
2: I could just come out and be designated hitter. You know what I mean? Oh, you're little, you want to be a little DH right there.
3: Okay. 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 What do you got? What do you got? Yeah. I want to okay. be big Frank Thomas <laughs> out so, there. I like that. I love that. I love that. You think you could rip one? <sighs> Come on.
0: Yeah, He's got that leg straight. Maybe
3: next season it's we all strength. can make a kind of funny team. No, you and no, Jen no. join. No. What do we what, what do? Ben. What we Ben's, do in, ben? The, Ben's in the dugout having fun. Mike.
0: Don't make promises you
3: can't a- keep. Everybody loves that. I grew up on the softball field with my parents. You and Jen? Great opportunity for Ben. You go to a softball game. He gets a little lost out in the woods with his friends. He comes back. Bang. It's a great time. Bang. Bang, ladies and gentlemen. That's your Diamond Update. I played well. Not my best, but I played well. Uh, happy with my performance. Went three for four. Drove in a run. Uh, but nothing big. Try to go opposite. I'm always trying to go oppo every time now. So, you know, I'm still shifting my hips waiting on it just a little extra longer than you're supposed to, right, okay. to try to drive it over the third baseline okay. since I'm left-handed. And uh, it was all right. Uh, I didn't play how much I wanted to play, but that's all right, though. I'm, I'm pleased with it.
0: Okay, and my man. update, Mike did not ask me off-camera, off-content, if I wanted to join. Yes. So, but, uh, there's Bear, my update this week.
3: Bear will have to now join the soccer team that we play next. Nice. We're going to join that's soccer That's not the league. sport that and, you and
0: I bond over,
3: <laughs> Mike. I, I am going to crush soccer. I'm very excited about it. Um, But that is your Diamond Update. Let's jump in to your Super Chats. Of course, kind of funny best friends. You can get involved watching over on YouTube and or Twitch with the new Super Chat feature or the Hype Chat feature over on Twitch. Of course, if you resubscribe to the Tier 1 through 3 level, I'll give you a call out. Just my good friend, JB Baker, who has become a member over on YouTube. Thank you so much for becoming a member.
2: JB, JD, Macho,
3: X3, writes in with the Super Chat and says, I know it's an exclusive, but do you guys think we will ever get Starfield on PS5? If so, when do you think it would happen? No. Great answer. You're not getting that. You're not
2: getting getting that. Am I wrong?
3: No. Xbox me? There's no way. I don't think there's any way that one of the biggest games of the generation uh, that I would work this out, right? Like the goal is to drive you over to my platform, join the ecosystem, whether it be cloud streaming on PC, on console, that is the whole goal of this deal, whether it be Bethesda or the Activision Blizzard King, is to get these big, unique games, make them exclusive, make you come over to my console and be a part of that, right? Call of Duty's a little bit different, but I'll tell you what. No, not, not on that one. Not, not on your best day. Ahead. CJ writes in and says, Is it me or would Sweet Tooth make for a great MK1 DLC character?
2: He'd be pretty rad. He'd be a great character. I, but, I mean, okay. I, we're talking about just in the game, right? Moves, the machete, yeah, stuff like that. Uh-huh. Has his car and stuff. I don't think he, ha- he has the profile. You know what I mean? If Twisted Metal, I know it did well. If it, if it continues its success and mm. grows that okay. way, then maybe, yeah, sure. But right now, I don't think he's got They'd the be profile. Maybe
3: adding some random jabronis in there. I think he's got the profile. I think he'd be cool enough.
2: But then he also pissed off Xbox. you got to let Peacock get bigger. Where you can watch This is Awesome, of course. Man, I'll tell you what, the latest This Is Awesome It's a ton it's of awesome. fun. If exactly. you're
3: not watching Peacock and This Is Awesome, what are you doing with your life, Jabroni? Watch it all the time with my guy, Kevin Asex. I know you do. It's must-watch viewing. Friday, right before the big pay-per-view match, I tell him, put it on, let's watch it, let's get lost. Can't wait. Excited about the next one? Yeah. Can you tease us on the next one? I did on the show. But maybe you didn't watch all the way to the end, huh? Didn't watch it, tell me. It returns. I love that. See, I'm just trying to make sure people know. I gotta get people excited just like me. Uh, Brendan Post writes in and says, "Tim, have you ever tried emulation on the analog pocket with the cores taking advantage of the FPGA chip? Just about anything up to 16 bit runs flawlessly." Well, we'll answer for Tim. Oh uh, my! I'm, ba- beep beep. I'm a nerd. I don't know what uh, emulation is. Gio, I don't wipe do like my booty. Help me! I put <laughs> my pants again. I'm too. Uh. <laughs> Come on, play on a real console, Tim. Throw that it analog pocket in the trash. All right, let's keep it going. Joshua writes in and says, Greg, I miss the old days of handhelds. Reminds me of how Nintendo values the magic devs can make with their limitations. When devs made things
2: work on lesser hardware, it was incredible to see it work. Yeah. We're talking about like... Mm -hmm. Obviously, we're in the golden era with your Steam, your Raj ally, your you got Steam everything, deck. yeah, yeah, yeah. Your, your Switch. But I was like, "Do you ever get nostalgic?" For it? is what I ended up mm-hmm. quoting it on because like I, I was watching a show and they busted out a PSP and I was like, "Oh man, remember that when that was the way you did it? You had your UMDs there, you popped them in. God, those were crazy. They were crazy. Those they were, were universal. Like so cool. Universal Media Discs, They worked yeah, anything. Yeah. That was the, that was in the name, you know. Those are some cool stuff. Were some yeah, cool. I mean,
3: back in the day, you had the Game Boy Pocket I was playing on. Then you got into those Game Boy Advance, right? The PSP, the Vita. I mean, I, I'm enjoying it that we still have handhelds to this day, right? The Switch. Oh I my think God, is it's way better cool. than now. Yeah, Steam Deck, come on. Yeah. Steam Deck with games? Killer. <laughs> love that Alleged stuff. Alleged
2: games. Alleged games. Games? Who loves them? Uh, let's keep it going right there. With Do you think we'll ever get, uh, I know we're getting Project Q. Do you think we'll ever get a portable PlayStation 5? Is that something they're going to look into that they're like, all right, you know what? We shrunk the PS5 to whatever, so now you can kind of have this thing.
3: Like another Vina, essentially.
2: Well, more like a switch, right? Where, but even that, I'm thinking like a nomad, really, where it's like PS5's hype's done. We're we're on the verge of PS6, but they're able to do this. If
3: anyone outside of Nintendo is to do it, meaning Xbox or PlayStation, it's definitely them. PlayStation. It seems like Xbox yeah. doesn't want to do that, or like they're finding ways in the cloud that they can just team yeah. up with others. But yeah, PlayStation, I think for sure again, is the with, only one. And they're also doing VR headsets, so they're willing to take a loss.
2: Well, and I, I think it's also the Project Q thing. If they actually nail that. Right, if that works the way they want it to. I'm
3: excited to see, because, I mean, you're my guy. Yeah. You like remote, I remote play, so I want to s- see what's up with this.
2: PlayStation, let me use the Project Q. We've asked nicely several times. Yeah. But now it's time we start demanding. Let them know. If I don't get hands-on with the Project Q, I'd be very frightened of your toilets. Wow. I'll hide in them. Like a ghoulie.
3: (laughs) Dak the Yak writes in and says, single and double-A games sell millions at at times. Game sales don't equate to what is triple-A or double-A. What makes it triple-A is scope. It's double.
2: So, one more time slower.
3: Single and double-A games sell millions at times. Game sales don't equate to what is triple-A or double-A. What makes it AAA is scope. It's double. <laughs> what <laughs> makes own. it AAA? I don't, I don't know what. But then its scope is double? No, what makes it AAA is scope, period. It's double. So some game you must have been talking about is a A game that's selling well. I think they're trying yeah. to get into like AAA is the scope of it, not the sales of it. Yes. So what were you talking about earlier?
2: I have no fucking idea why okay. they send sending these things that are coded messages. Well, I don't Dak, know what? The, Dak the yak. Dak the Yak, I read these. <laughs> and I want everybody to know, a lot of people go, Mike, are you okay? You can
3: read the messages yourself over on YouTube.com. You can click on the filter, go to fan Dak funding.
0: Y- Dak Yak's uh, right, it definitely reads like a riddle. <laughs> da- I'm just letting you know, I read these to these jabronis, and that's how it goes. But <laughs> Dak the Yak, you're the,
2: good, But Conrad, did we just collectively have a stroke? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: But also you're wearing your glasses now, Mike. So I'm
3: wearing my glasses. I, I can see the chat. I can see that we all had a stroke together. Um, but yeah, I mean, double AA, A, triple A, single A, sell those copies. Yeah, make of course. me happy. Let's have some fun. Will we ever get away from the double AA, A, triple A, single A terminology? Or do no, you think it'll we'll always, always, need always them on stick it. in the I don't think you, know you
2: know hear I mean? about single A that often.
3: Isn't that just when, indie? I was gonna, gonna say, when you that get there,
2: that's just an Indie, right? Yeah. And now people have been pushing triple I for the bigger Indies. Triple like, I. Yeah, so something like a Hades two, right? Like so when does
3: that not just become double A? Great question. You know, you know what, what mean? I mean? If you're going to call yourself triple I, isn't that just double
2: A ball now? Sure, but then you're back to this whole thing of like, all right, cool. Well, would you have called before they got bought by PlayStation Insomniac an independent Studio? They're not an indie, right? They they were an independent studio, they, but they True? were they were a third party. They a weren't. A, party. You know what I mean? They weren't. A, they, weren't a tri- they weren't a. They weren't. A, they weren't an indie studio. Were they the making
3: TV. double A games or triple A games?
2: They were making triple A games. They made some double A's, but they made some. Triple you know
3: what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I wouldn't call him an industry. No, you're
2: not going to get away from that because we'll always need to sit there and like, you know, have some way to talk about everything we're talking about. The levels of the game. Yeah. yeah. The scope the game. Embracer group is always going to be there at least for the next eight months. To Rocking be AA. that
3: THQ yeah. Nordic double-A ball. We got some double-A games here. I'll tell you what. Let's keep it going right now with Brandon Sanchez who writes in and says, just beat the whole series. Janet's going to cash in with Like a Dragon Gaiden in fantasy. What's KF's experience with Yakuza? Will the new ones be covered? Great question.
2: Uh, my experience with the Yakuza is that I reviewed a bunch at IGN, okay. and uh, towards the end of them, I was like, this is just the same thing. I mean, the stories are different, this, that, the other, blah, blah. And that kind of burned me out on them. And so I've tried to come back for uh, some more of the Yakuza's, and it just ends up the same way eventually, where I'm like, all right, Kaz is doing his thing, and this is the thing. And so mm-hmm. I've, I've missed – I was – Not trying, not even being hipster. I was playing them before they were cool. And then they had this giant moment with zero and all these things where people like, I love them and adore them. And I get it. And it's just like, I can't do that again. Uh, The turn-based one, uh, like a dragon, obviously Xbox uh, series launch game. I played, I played that. I did not beat it. I did not fall in love with it the way people did, but I did enjoy what I played of it. Um, and so then you get to a, the rest of the people and you find different things, right? Gary, of course, adored. like He her. loves them, yeah. you listen to X-Cast, yeah, he's all about that. And yeah. then we have plenty of friends of the show who do it. But uh, the new ones, I think you'll get touched. Um, uh, what was The one, the period piece they just did. Eshin. Eshin, thank you I very much. I played that one. I yeah. played it too, and it was the same thing where I played a couple hours, a few hours, and then it was like some other review came along and I jumped mm-hmm. to that. So I didn't get a lot of press here because, again, we were just like, all right, well. It's it's what I expect it to be.
0: Maybe Roger gets into it because he's Rogers been, in. Uh, yeah, I wish I could say
2: internet. that, but he loves Sniper Elite too much. This oh, kid is man, not. He's so into really right. Sniper Elite. He, even well, asked me he just, last Some say he's uh, up there in a in a box right now, just, watching. Waiting, just waiting, looking, looking for it. he beat right? Yakuza
0: Zero? I think like uh, within this last week. So, but I don't know if he wants to like go through the series proper to before like covering the new one or anything.
3: Talking about cashing in on fantasy, can we talk about it for a second? But you guys suck in PlayStation's off. Just an absolute. Just awful situation. Snowbike Mike drafts Baldur's Gate three. Yeah. Clearly put BG three on the map. I mean, I'm talking about it way before it's game time here. Uh-huh. And I just get slapped in the face. No, Snowbike Mike, you can't draft that. I was absolutely robbed of BG three. And I'm gonna remember that. You
2: know, I, did I'm you realize, get it on the thing and we took it off or could you not even do it? No, you couldn't do it because it was so early what's the access. problem. Calm down. Yeah. It wasn't a reviewed game, and it wasn't out yet. Early access wasn't allowed. You know that. It's crazy. It's crazy. Well, make up a sob story for uh, Gary. Make up a sob story over there for Paris. You knew Gary
3: wasn't going to play. It's just me doing my best. (laughs) I'm one man. What I like to do is,
2: if you remember, I offered Gary $50 for Starfield. uh Uh-huh. And, of course, Gary doesn't uh, log into Fantasy Critics, So, every few weeks, I'll just send him a screenshot of it. You should... Offer him 50 real dollars and he'll do it. I don't want to. Don't know. You know what I mean? I'm not. I, I don't fake
3: video game dollars. He's not even using those. dollars. Well,
2: I know, but it's just for
3: the lulls. And you know like 90% mean? of the time you just bet $1 on the game and you get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's just how it goes. Uh, let's jump into uh, Gary Gutierrez writes in and says, I get married next Thursday. Any tips, Greg? Well,
2: all right, Gary, slow your goddamn roll. Right, I'm, I'm messaging Gary. What about hey, Gary? Gary. Uh, hold on. I'm going to say vamp. Gary, great have a great time.
3: News. Soak
2: in the moments.
3: Be very in the moments. Important. And just like, have fun. Dance
2: a bunch. All right, cool. Uh, Ron
3: Q says, "Say I do." That's probably so. Yeah, you're
2: one. getting married. Like, yeah, you nailed, nailed it. Nailed uh, it. I'm doing I did a Greg way already about being a dad, but the that I'm putting up today. If I, I should send that over now before I keep forgetting. there's uh-huh. Too much going on today. You got you know a lot going I mean? on, Guys, buddy. There's so much going you on. You got a lot Every going on, buddy. date, this very successful company, it pisses me off. You know what I mean? When's it gonna be my time? Give to sit this man a Damn, nothing. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, soak it in because it'll go fast. You know what, what I mean? It's gonna be incredible. It's gonna that. be insane. But you got to sit there and take mental pictures. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, obviously uh, talk to your uh, partner about it. Of like, how cool is this? This is great. This is neat. Oh, uh, I love take that. The photos. Do yeah, some behind yeah. the scenes photos. Get alone time. I'm not sure if you're doing a big wedding, a courthouse wedding, so it's kind of hard for me to really get in the weeds mm-hmm. on it. But like, make sure you're getting private time with each other be like this is fucking insane what a great day you know what i mean i like that yeah get some like moments together yeah where we can look back and laugh and
3: giggle and like be present in the moment i like that get disposable cameras i'm into that right now disposable cameras but don't give one to nick because he'll take photos of people you don't want him taking photos of i was like nick this is for you and i and like take a photo of andy and tim like it's special next thing i know he's taking photos of michael jones and alfredo and i was like tim what? I was like, Nick. Nick, what the fuck, bro? Why or we do we like, a, like a, a... Nick's a problem. What, Nick's a
0: problem. Last year, Alyssa and I, uh, when we were finally able to celebrate our wedding uh, out in Hawaii with her family, she got like the Insta stacks or whatever, um, where you just like immediately prints out your photo. That was a fun oh, nice. Yeah. yeah.
3: Okay. Well, kind of funny, best friends. We have a lot to get through, so let's burn through these questions because I got two dudes burning it up on the sticks right now. I, Dom, and Blessing are ready to jump in to Street Fighter 6. One pro to another pro. Going to elevate his game and take him to the next level. But we got to get through these Super Chats right now. Let's burn it. AJ Hawk, Barrett, but you guys too. The new art for the Arkham Trilogy on Switch is dope. But is anyone going to play it? Did anyone even want it?
0: No. No and no. <laughs>
2: yeah no 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 you just put it out there you keep trying to make your goddamn games get out everywhere they can you might as well make the money especially on a make that money you gotta you know where's the suicide squad what's going on with that but oh, the, art, really art. the
0: art is really good but also oh, like sick. stop fucking ignoring arkham origins you know but also i can play these handheld already on my uh steam deck so again yeah, but really not know. on your switch At, who the fuck cares giant
3: Mike? giant user base on the switch all about the money all about, about the, the money, management. ladies and gentlemen. Come on, man. If it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. Make the money. All right. Ariel Knight writes in, what up? Says, what's the best airport you've been
2: to stateside? Detroit Airport is slept on, but it's top five. I was at the Detroit Airport, and I didn't find it remarkable. Okay. Uh, I'm not taking away from it, however. Yeah, yeah. Um. You know, lots of airports just kind of run together because it's rare you find one that actually like this is great. Okay. Is it Atlanta that has a Buffalo Wild Wings in it? Okay, I like that. Baby Dubs. Yeah. yeah, you know what Atlanta's mean? big too. I'll big wander airport. through. And you know what? I'll, I'm not going to take it back. I, yeah. I didn't find remarkable. Uh-huh. Um, but when I was at the Detroit airport flying back, I did my you know I had a breakfast. I sat down. I had the two eggs and the bacon and the hash browns and yeah, the, yeah. the toast at a place that was one of the one. It was one of the. Um, I want to say Philly, but that's not it. The, they Everyone wanted me to go have a Coney Island thing because that's oh, like, okay. apparently a big thing. Coney Island. Coney Island I, thing thought Coney in Detroit. I, yeah, I thought Coney Island was East Coast. I don't understand it either, but they had, the restaurant on my bill said something about Coney. It wasn't. I, I don't oh, know which okay. one it was, but that one was good. But I would go, I'd take a Buffalo Wild Wings over any of them. I mean, DIA. It's got this scary Bronco out in the front. That fell oh, on the, the guy who made it? Uh-huh, Denver, yeah. Well, that's the whole thing. Don't they have an airport underneath the airport, too? And I mean, those, like, who knows what could theories. be underneath there? There could be lizard I've people, definitely but... seen, you know, um, whatchamacallit, uh, Anthony Carboni's little, uh, he did a vlog about it. Like, oh, did he? Through. He was stuck there, still... so he did a whole thing. Yeah, I love Denver. Uh, I like the big tents there. I
3: love the bus system and monorail they got going on. And then, of course, the scary Bronco is lit day or night. Everybody loves the Bronco, y'all.
2: Everybody let's, loves the Bronco. Let's yo. keep it going
3: right now. Uh, you know what? I have a bone to pick as well with SFO. Every time we've flown out of SFO sure. so far, no Starbucks. You know, yeah. we, got bills, we, got, we got a. We got a robot. Pete, Just get Starbucks. You got pizza in yeah, there. Let, let's yeah. get real. And then also like we don't have what any fast food. There's a BK. But like other than that, once United you go Terminal, in there, United it's just Terminal all rough. fake stuff. And it's like, no, just give me freaking McDonald's, give me panda. Well, let's you know, get the just regular. like
2: just like Come on here. San Francisco itself, yeah. SFO is very like not a big chain place. Well these least The, thing brothers thing brothers are the Burger, the burger King stands alone. But I mean talking about food, I guess Kleins counts, but there's yeah. a bunch of like little, not little like, you know, mom and pop Mexican restaurants, but there's things there that aren't that. Even Burger Joint, which is like a chain or like what yeah. you want to call it it has multiple locations it's not fucking McDonald's it's not Chick-fil-A it's not, it's not Buffalo Wild Wings you gotta understand you go over to the little the the shitty part of United Terminal right and you have all the different food things there they used to have a few in there that were more chainy but now it is like Proposition Chicken exactly. which again is like an SF thing I appreciate that but I don't appreciate it but I don't appreciate yeah, yeah I know give me the fucking Wild
3: Wings give me the easy stuff Michael writes in and says, over your time in the spare bedroom, have you been able to do everything you have ever wanted to do in the space? What's one thing you still want to do?
2: I mean, you got chopped by Woods. Yeah, that's great. Jeff Jarrett, put no, a guitar over your head. Jeff Jarrett thing. We don't summon him. Hey,
3: shout out Double J. J. Nope, that's my nope, guy right nope, there. Nope, what nope, up, nope, homie?
2: No, nope, no, nope, no, nope, no. Nope. Um... I mean god we haven't even been here a year yet so it's like what do you want to do I still want to do a thing I think I have it booked I think I finally booked it but I want to do a one on one interview in the chairs yeah. on the video floor mm-hmm. I'd like that look in like the lookbook we Who's did Who's your
3: person who you who do you want to do that with
2: Oh uh, I can't tell you well I mean the person I'm doing with is for uh, it's for sponsored stuff coming up but it's and it's not like it, it's not like Todd Howard or anything like that but it's like okay. don't worry about it um, yeah, me and Todd um, I mean I'd Ryan. love to have Shu I'd love to do that with Shu That'd be cool Jim Ryan me, Herman Holt. Emma. Kojima taking it to the next level. Yeah, of course. Me and Kojima talking. Um, you know, I would love to have Jeff Keighley use it for something, like Game Awards bit here or something. We talked a lot about like how versatile the thing is, and how you know, there's a lot of different developers and uh, PR people who could use it for a whole bunch of different stuff. Mm -hmm. So we've talked about like doing demos in the twitch room right not live obviously but have people set up there to play and then have this set up to be a space where you could just cycle in different journalists from different outlets to sit here and do interviews in front of the wall and then help out our developer friends rather than have to rent a space do the thing ship the equipment blah 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 blah, let alone another business avenue for us of turn in terms of let's use the spare bedroom in a smart way yeah what do you want to do here
3: I got to Race host cars. an
2: esports shoutcasting
3: with my good sure. friend yeah. Sancho West, and I think I'll do more of that using the space and uh, working on my hosting skills. Okay, now I can see the teleprompter, so probably more teleprompter skills. Like yeah, that, now you got you know? glasses, you can see the prompter. I, I can deal. see anything now, y'all. Throw a baseball at me, I'll catch it. All right, final couple ones. We got to get through see that thing of raisins at you, and you just let them go all the <laughs> over. Adam writes in and says, "Gary Widow was supposed to play Vampire Survivors co op with me. Thanks a lot, Mike and Greg, for showing me his true colors." Adam, you should probably know that we're Gary Widow's best friends. You know what I mean? Gary yeah. Widow loves hanging out with us, Adam.
2: Matt Batson says, what's for lunch? I'm gonna, I, have that, I have that rotisserie chicken in there and a bag of salad. Yeah, I but then also got half a Costco.
3: Next time you go to Costco, I would like to attend with you because okay. I like getting hot dogs from them Yeah, and chicken bacon. Again,
2: if my day wasn't so fucked with awesome work to do, we could go right now. Yeah, or if you, like, you
3: know, joined the stream team, then you took a light lunch with me.
2: Then I get home and I can't eat with Ben. You eat double. You eat big, be big, just like one. Jeff Jarrett would We do. don't talk about Jeff Jarrett. We're not
3: going to summon <laughs> Jeff Jarrett here. <laughs> Mr. Hawks, we have two questions right in figuring it out. Mr. Hawks says, Mike, great glasses. Greg, great t-shirt. Doc Brown, great Scott.
2: That was great. I like that one a lot.
3: Dak the Yak like writes back in and says, regarding Tim's discussion of Wonder being A, Wonder will certainly be great, but I don't think it's an, uh, uh, an affront by calling it less than A. So he's talking about Wonder being... Regarded triple-A,
2: double-A. Gotcha, gotcha. I mean, that's an Nintendo first-party game with Mario. I think that's triple-A. I think it might. It doesn't look the way you might think of a A, triple-A. I think it's going to have the Mm -hmm. triple-A bones Mm -hmm. to it. IMO. Final one. Of course,
3: he's Jose Cortez. Indy and MI, dead reckoning, both lose $100
2: Wild. You're telling me? You're telling me, Jabroni. I I tried to help. Could have saw that one coming. I tried to tell y'all stop going to theaters, but y'all didn't want to listen. Now you're there. We've
3: talked. Me and Greg have talked about it. Just released it. Every- would have already watched Barbie. Yeah, I would have given Barbie twenty five dollars. A hundred percent. Anytime, Indy, Guess what? I would have given you twenty. I'm, I'm, a, yeah, sucker. I not, I I'm a sucker. That might Barbie doesn't need
0: your money, Mike. Barbie's doing very well without you. Poppy, Barbie, both doing great without Mission you.
3: Mission Impossible. Fucking. Let's see how Blue Indie Beetle goes. over here. Let's see what Blue Beetle. Goes. Blue Beetle. The views are coming give out. You Looking good. Twenty five dollars. Hey, Flash was great. Right <laughs> now, <laughs> boom. Give it to me. You know what I mean. Figure it out.
2: Figure, it out, Figure it out. I don't
3: want to go to the movie theater anymore. Point blank and period. I don't have anyone to go with. I don't want to go get that stale pretzel
2: or that bad popcorn. You know how fucked up my day is already with tell work. Me about it's a fucking amazing project. Tell me about and it. Stupid fucking cool shit I have to tell do. Tell me about it. I was getting dressed today. Yeah. And Jen's like, "Did you hear me tell Jen I got?" Or Jen was like, "Did you hear me tell Ben uh, I got chicken fingers?" And I was like, yeah, you got that and some other green beans or something. She's like, yeah, this is, I want to do something special since you won't be here tonight. And I was like, fuck, right, I have to go to a movie. God damn it. You gotta go see a movie with me. God damn
3: it! It was a really great time.
2: Oh, is it gonna be like before where I was like, yeah, fucking give me a thing of popcorn and a goddamn thing of fucking M&M's. Instead, it came back popcorn, snow, uh, snow, uh, no popcorn, and Junior Mints, and then he just got up and left. Somebody put also, my Junior Mints on the ground and never gave <laughs> Also, How would we know that? You passed them to us! I thought you did give me a
0: It was mayhem in that movie oh, theater. You notice how he tried to be like, I never have anybody to go with when tonight he is going with several of his friends who he works with? We should God. go get
3: food beforehand. Let's eat big in and out. In and out. Think about or it. Or Costco. Of funny <laughs> oh, kind of funny, best friends. This has been your super show, super chat post super show chat. with me and Greg for your kind of funny games daily. Thank you all so much for hanging out with us. Don't forget, if you're watching live on Twitch, you don't got to go anywhere. We are still streaming, still having fun. And if you're over on YouTube, there's a brand new link. You can go watch Bless Get Schooled by IDOM Schooled. and Street Fighter 6 Pro to Pro. Here we go. Goodbye, everyone.